The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link here with Todd Zola on this Friday morning. Todd, what's new with you, man? Doing well, my friend. Doing well. I uh, two notes. Left. So say eager, eager to get going. Uh, it's now T-shirt weather, folks. So uh, maybe go out later on and, and buy some new uh, new dress T-shirts. Yeah, I probably need to do that. I have my Brian Pillman, <laughs> um, like. It's kind of like a spoof on the spoof and a goof on uh, Kurt Cobain. But I really did enjoy the Brian Pillman Dark Side of the Ring episodes. Those were really good. Free on YouTube. And yeah, I'm excited to, you know, get back into baseball. I've been down the past couple of days after getting shot number two, but feeling pretty, pretty good today. And, uh, you know, the, it's actually kind of coincided with, you know, kind of being out of commission and the Reds being so bad. It kind of worked out well. Uh, pretty much unwatchable right now. Ooh. So I got to you know turn them off early a couple times this week. Ooh. I guess the Giants are technically the best team in baseball right now, right? And that, that nineteen to four drubbing is going to do wonders for their run differential. Too. Yeah, well, I mean, run differential—it's important, but like you know, one it'll game just or, make them look better for a while. <laughs> yeah, early in the season, doing the uh, Pythag may may skew things a bit, but. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know, it's cyclical, but you're right. This is kind of a bad cycle for the, the Reds now. And oh, hopefully, four in a row at home. Yeah, hopefully they can dig themselves out of it. Yeah, and I got a text from my dad last night, and he, I think he was at the at a game in Jupiter or Port St. Lucie. Either way, I think he saw DeGrom. He said he was, DeGrom was throwing 102, and now it sounds like DeGrom's next start will come in the majors. So that's a big. Uh, 
that's a big boost for his fantasy managers. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's that's big. Yeah, there's been some controversy. Should he have done that in the you know in the big leagues instead of on the minor leagues? It's a darned if you do, darned if you don't scenario, right? I mean, yeah, I feel for those minor leaguers. Oh well, you know what? I'll bet those kids are would rather strike out against Jacob Degrom True. than at Homer against a minor leaguer their age. You know, just to say he, they got to face him. Yeah, I think he should yeah. have offered a thousand dollars to any kid who, who who even fouled the ball off of him. <laughs> you know, I think he would have given out two thousand dollars last night. But um, you know, I mean, if he, it has to do with activation, and if he you activate him and he and something goes wrong, you know, lose him for another ten days, and so it's just customary to. Get the first rehab start under the belt. Obviously, you run the risk of seven out of nine strikeouts and Mets fans complaining, why didn't he do that in the major leagues? So I see I can it goes both ways. True, true. Now, of course, this is the two-star pitcher podcast, and we are sponsored by WinBet. Wanna thank them for their sponsorship of the show. And I want to do before we got into those two start starters for next week, just run through some of the stake league pickups. Yeah. I'll give you an idea who we may be looking at uh, in some leagues this weekend. Josh Fuentes was the top pickup for nine. Uh, he enjoyed some home cooking recently, but I'm not a huge believer in Josh Fuentes. Uh, Corbin Martin for five. He's up. I know he was part of the original Fab of Palooza, Fab and then he got hurt. I think he towards ucl or something but uh corbin martin definitely a guy to to keep a look at or take a look at he will not be part of the two start starters looks like his uh his next would come uh saturday next saturday versus st louis so uh, he went five innings against the dodgers in his debut took the loss but uh four walks six strikeouts maybe you got to to consider yeah, I mean, it's a it's a decent park to pitch in. You got to consider everybody nowadays. Mm-hmm. I maybe a tad higher on Fuentes. I I haven't looked at the schedule yet. I'm okay with Fuentes for home games, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Again, your stake league goes what Friday to Thursday, so it's a bit off skil- kilter to normals. But uh, if he's got you know four home games, I'm not against the Josh Fuentes pickup. Although Brendan Rodgers is uh, in rehab, no. Yeah, and it looks like they're actually on the road all of next week, the Rockies. So yeah. they're at the Mets and then at Pittsburgh. So a couple of bad hitting parks. Not not yeah. not the greatest of pitching staffs. But yeah, I mean if he's he's playing though, and sometimes currency yeah. is at bats. So true, true. Uh William Contreras was still out there in this league. This is only a one catcher league. Sixteen teams, but only one catcher. I actually had a bid in on him. I was looking to upgrade on James McCann. So that's where I'm at on that's where I'm at on William Contreras, and that's where I'm at on James McCann. You drop McCann or hope he gets better? Well, there wasn't much of an upgrade on the waiver wire uh, aside from William Contreras. So well, but I should have would, seen that coming last week in Adam. But no, I, I still have James McCann. Would you would you have dropped McCann? Have. I would not have just right just, so that I wouldn't have to go digging around again. <laughs> I was going to drop. I did drop Daniel Lynch. My ad was Brandon Marsh for a buck. Okay. But I had uh, most of the guys I had bids on went, uh, went for more. I had a bid on Chris Bubich, who went for five. Yeah. And I uh, kind of like what he's done. He kind of, you know, was kind of a flop in his debut. But uh, I think on that team, he could be 
decent add. And James added Vidal Brujan. I was I had a one dollar add on him. Jesus Sanchez. I was looking to add uh, to stash, but um, Hansel Robles for only three too. Looks like he's pretty clearly the Minnesota closer. Uh, I'm kind of dwindling, but he was on my priority list. I think I only had a buck on him, but uh, Hansel Robles for three is a nice little add. Yeah, who would have thought? I mean, Alex Colomay and Rogers, and it ends up being Hansel Robles, who, if I'm not mistaken, did not pitch very well last year. Not at so, all. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, you know, a short year. He lost the job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know, to even so, um, yeah, it's in Minnesota is a team that, ah, jeez, man. At one point, do we stop saying? I still believe. You know, I still believe they'll make a run. Maybe a wild card run. I don't think they're as bad as they've shown. So I still got to believe they'll generate some save chances. Yeah, I'm with you there. And so, yeah, I actually added him in labor last week and it's like way overspent, but I kind of had that thing where I I had him and dropped him and just really didn't want to <laughs> like have egg on my face and lose yeah, him. Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Uh, but I was surprised nobody went higher than three for a backup on him in labor. But I was thrilled to get him, and that's I desperately need some saves. Uh, G Man Choi was added. Miguel Andujar was added. It sounds like the Yankees may end up trading for Delano DeShields Jr. They're talking, right? Like, that was the latest yeah. note we had. Yeah, that that's man. Why don't they just bring right. back Jacoby Ellsbury? No, I mean that's uh that's the <laughs> okay. uh, desperate measures, I suppose, with uh. Delino de Shields, but yeah, they're pretty injury riddled. But at the same time, Delino yeah. de Shields, exactly. Really, he's exactly. off to a hot start in the minors for whatever that's worth. But nothing, it's worth this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Amir Garrett was picked up. He's been dumped, I think, a few times in this league. Jake Odorizzi, Nick Maton was added. Jackson Cower too. James added Cower and Bruhan. So. Uh, it is stash and season. What, James thinks he knows prospects or something? <laughs> Just a little bit. Edward Oliveris, you'll be happy to see who's at. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what kind of start he's off to. Yeah, well, Dubon. right. Oliveris and uh, Jared Oliva were my. These are going to win me the titles, kind of guys. And Oliva's been hurt, so yeah. it'd be nice if Oliveris can make a come. Well, not make a comeback, but can do something. Yeah, absolutely. I. Uh, I lost Mike Trout in this league, and that's going to sting for a little while. <laughs> I know where to find him. Find him on the IL. Yeah, that's going to really hurt yeah. for a while. I I'm, do I'm have healthy. a guy like I could plug in Brandon Crawford, who's been pretty good. But when I have Trout, to plug in Crawford, Trout, Daniel Crawford, Crawford, Trout, uh, Crawford yeah, Crawford. Brandon Crawford for Mike Trout, it, it hurts. Uh, so I'm going to look to try to stay afloat. Hopefully I'll get Alec Manoa up soon. But that uh, it's going to be a painful one to swallow for a lot of managers out there. Just got to make do. That is why I added Marsh. I know they're saying he's not a candidate right now. But I have to think, look, that team has to try. Like, they can't just fold now. And they're not going to. But they can't fold without Trout. And I guess it's not a great start for, uh, for Marsh. But he is getting on base at a... 412 clip kind he of homered, and he's got eight walks so yeah i mean he's in seven games he's been just fine the opposite of joe odell who's hitting like 190 but slugging like 600 well i'd love to see marsh taking eight walks in seven games at triple eight start so i don't know you, I just, <laughs> look, at, look at the options they've had recently i think marsh 
should be up pretty soon. We say that, and I understand it, and I believe it. On the other hand, I want my guys, you know, I want a good hitter swinging on AAA. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I think at this, I think we're now at the point where that's a double-edged sword. Look at the outfield last few days for the Angels. Uh, Upton, Taylor Ward in right, then Juan Lagares in center, then Juan Lagares in center, and uh, yeah, Taylor Ward in right. And up, Upton went through a spell. Hey, he's back. Well, he's not so back anymore. And I have a chance to acquire him in a league. I'm trying to, to be debating. If, you, if I have an inquisitive look on my face, I'm considering it a Upton-Upton trade. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting Justin Upton. I think at TGFBI and – uh, back in the top 100. So that feels so, all right. The hell, no, com- no comment. No comment. <laughs> it's I, I still feel like the standings don't really matter yet. I'm making a move in the Rat Slam, though. How about that? Nice. Nice, man. No, I, uh... It's still, I mean, I do love that, you know, I'm not doing that well in every league, but I just feel like I'm in the hunt in most leagues, and that's all you, that's all you want at this point because there's still – more than two thirds of the season left to go. Quarter, point, right, 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 right. Uh, I, I'm in the same boat in most leagues. I don't feel very good in, unfortunately, labor and in, in, in I think I'll be better than I'm doing now, but I don't have that feeling that I did when I made the drafts. Uh, TGFBI. I looked at the team and like it should be better. I don't know it's, if it's first place better. That's going to be the issue. So. Like you said, though, long season, and yeah, I mean, teams are losing trout. Teams are losing, you know, these. Yep. Uh, we'll just, we'll some teams giving up happens. on baseball. Let's be frank, you know, some that'll happen. Yeah, and that goes uh, getting getting close, folks. That's in the NFBC too. Yep, it's true, and I mean, when that happens, it's yeah, some of the better players in the game. It just their their mind isn't totally 100% focused on baseball. Maybe they miss a few weeks of fab. It adds up at the end of the yeah. season. So just yeah. keep grinding. I uh, mentioned James adding Brujan. I was kind of hoping maybe we'd get Franco up. Wander Franco. I think it's it's got to be pronounced Franco. Uh, I was hoping we'd maybe get him, but James threw some cold water on that, but it was a realistic take. Like, I mean, Franco's not even on the 40-man. Why would they call him up over Brujan, who is on the 40-man? And I get it. I just, I mean, he's such a super talent. But at the same time, like him, Taylor Ward, and Bruhan are all slashing, like with an OPS over a thousand. So they're all tearing it up. There's not a lot separating them. And Bruhan's playing some outfield, which helps Tampa's flexibility and, and, and gets more spots for him. I mean, when you bring Franco up, Franco, when you bring Wanda Franco up, you're making the changes, right? You're, you're repositioning the infield. You, I mean, you're adjusting more than just one spot. So I think they want to be perfectly confident that he's up. He's up to stay, and the Rays will make him run. So uh, yeah, I guess I, his numbers have fallen off in a few days. That's that'll what that's going to happen when season's so young. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, Franco's OPS now is only eight sixty-seven. The other day it was over a thousand. <laughs> Ruhan's is ten seventy-nine. Right. He's got six homers and seven bags already. Yeah, Brohan, and he's known for the steal, the the the, the power. Where's that come from? Now we'll see if that yeah. plays in Tampa. True. It looks like he only had four homers in ninety nine games in the minors in twenty nineteen. Right. Right. Brohan, and yeah, that's 
So you're already up at six. I mean, that's the thing. We don't know how these guys have matured over the last year plus. Yeah, the other thing we're finding is one of the things they're discovering with the new ball is it's not some, you know, it doesn't, the air resistance. There are certain launch angles and velocities that are favored over others. So it might just be that some of these players that are, you know, line drive hitters may just be hitting the sweet spot literally and figuratively of the ball uh, to have it travel. And maybe Bruhan's in that, in that, uh, lot of players yeah and and two he's you know 23 years old maybe that physical maturity over the last couple years just natural growth but yeah he's crushing it and uh james yeah that may be a maybe something that pushes him up the standings big time but i'm looking forward to getting manoa up he's i have to think alec manoa is up next week but um plugged him into the starters grid or anything because i can't do that but I feel like we've said that every week for the past three weeks, but I think you're probably right soon. We'll be right sooner than later, but I think yeah. it's getting to the point where we're probably right. I had the, you know, you're talking about watching the Reds the past couple of days, watch the Red Sox and Blue Jays battle it out in Dunedin this, the past three days. It's going to be a fun, fun season watching those two teams play another 16 times. And, you know, I'm a park effect guy and this, that, everything, but, both, I think, was Richardson Pavetta, or yeah, I, I it felt like a Coors Field start, mm-hmm. Mar- partially because of the Blue Jays' vaunted lineup, but it, like both of those guys, well, not so much Pavetta last night, but they just barely, you know, when you if you escape only giving up three runs in five innings, you feel like that's a win for your starter because he should have given up more. You feel that way in Coors Field. So the combination of Dunedin and the Blue Jays lineup, I felt that way. And Red Sox made a comeback last night with JDM, but that, you know, game's as, you know, as good as a draw. I mean, ranking the two teams. Those two teams are going to be fun to watch for the next, uh, you know, four and a half months, six, uh, 16 more games. Yeah, I, I love that. And, yeah, I – I only have JD Martinez in a few leagues, but seeing him go yard to cap that off and opposite yeah, field. That's awesome. that's classic JD JD Martinez, right? Yeah, and then Barnes nailed down the save. So they you know, I was skeptical about them, but they have a pretty good team. That division's really tough and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. But yeah, we've I've been eyeing up like Anthony K's spot in the rotation for uh for Alec Manoa, but Ross Stripling now has a 720 ERA. Matt's ERA is up at 469. So I think maybe it's either replacing Stripling, replacing K. I think he's up next week. And and Nate Pearson is hurt, right? Still hurt. Well, yeah, not still but, hurt, but just got re-aggravated or whatever you might want to call it. I hope he's up next week because the Blue Jays only have five games the week of uh, June 1st. So we'll see. But I think if you can stash, I mean, he's he's James's number one prospect, uh, pitching prospect that is, and yeah, should be should be stashed if in all leagues that allow stashing. Todd, uh, before we get into the two start starters, anything else on your mind today? Yeah, if you're in the uh, uh, video, you just saw me kind of frown. Talking about the Blue Jays, George Springer, a note, still not running at full speed. Oh, classic. That's yeah. That's that's not a good thing for those of us that are counting on. On, uh, on on George Springer. So, um, you know, let's jump into the two starts. And we probably should tell the, uh, the listeners, Clay, we have a new feature, which I don't think I even told you about. Uh, when we oh. go through each day, we're going to predict who gets the no-hitter. <laughs> we should at least pick one every week, you know, like – 
uh, when we have the grid up, just offer our <laughs> no-hitter no of the week pick. Can I'll I, have to I, I, I'll make a quick comment on, on, on the no-hitters. I tweeted this out twice yesterday, and it got no play. So either people don't care or I'm all wet. But uh, I think what's happening with the no-hitters and the near no-hitters in May, people are just looking at those and just making assumptions about the game. If you take a look at the underlying metrics for April and May, okay, homers are actually down in May compared to April, and they're usually up. Strikeouts are down in May compared to April, and batting average in balls in play is up seven points. Hmm. So we're at all this complaint about it's all about the home runs and there's so many strikeouts and not putting the ball in play. Yeah, it's changing. Whether or not it's organic or just happenstance or hitters adjusting, I think it's being masked by all the by the no hitters that the are that something is going on and it's what actually at this point we're two thirds away through the month and I, I did the, the data looked at it yesterday so it's I think another set of games have come into play but the point being the balls in play the batting average in play is two ninety four which is pretty normal for this time of year strikeouts are down and home runs are down so uh, let's uh, let's not get blinded by the no hitters. And let's take a look at what's actually going on. It, we, it might be a, you know, there might be a, there might be a change going on that we're not aware of. Anyway. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. Well, I just can't help but feel like maybe we're going into like a. Well, this maybe this year will be viewed as a bit of a dead ball year. But the, a little I, bit of a dead ball era, but maybe not. I, you I, get that's, that, I think we're being blinded. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Maybe. I think we're being blinded. Six no hitters are amongst two, t three teams. Then yeah, there's the, then there's Musgroves. So I think we're being, I think we're just uh, focusing too much on something narrow. It's too myopic, and we're actually missing. And I'm not. I don't know that there's an adjustment going on with the hitters. What we may be seeing just might be naturally occurring. But I think we are missing the fact that balls are back in play. And let's see what happens over the next four months. So over under rest of the season, would you say over or under? Let's put it at three and a half no hitters rest of the way. I'm going to take the under. Wow. Okay. So you don't expect like a new record shattered and like new record well, set by, you know, four or five. Well, first of all, most no hitters occur in like the first month and the last month. Mm -hmm. So we're out of that general range. Now, I know that a couple have occurred this month, but, you this know, week? all. This week, exactly. I think they've been uh, like four of things, things are heating up. Uh, temperature heating up. Um, what's the, the We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Weirdest part is people are afraid of innings, right? No hitter means complete games. So although all these guys are veterans and none of them were those Johan Santana, 155, whatever it was, pitches, Mets fans, don't don't tweet me because I got the number wrong, making it up, the point being, you know, to just to force the no-hitter out of them and force the career out of them, as it turned out. But, I mean, they've all been reasonable number of pitches, and all right, maybe Rodon got uh, an extra day or some of these guys got an extra day. Now maybe Kluber will get an extra day. But they've all been very efficient, too. So, anyway. Well, we will get into the two-start starters for the week of May 24th. But first, let's throw to a word from our sponsors. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Now we're back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It is the Friday edition, grading all of next week's two start options on a zero to five scale. Todd and I will give our no hitter of the week picks. Uh, <laughs> even though Todd is expecting a dip in those, it sounds like. Uh, Riley Smith, probably not worth talking much about. I'm going to give him a zero. Agreed. Yeah, he. Uh, Hasn't had much luck, much success, and San Francisco, again, I mean, technically, maybe I didn't say this on the show. Maybe I said this we were talking. Uh, best team in baseball right now. The juggernaut. Yeah, absolute juggernaut. And uh, Let's just wait. Let's Can we say the best record in baseball? Yeah, let's do that instead because they are not the best team in baseball. Well, we'll see. I mean, the Dodgers have a lot of injuries, though. And they're starting out right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, he hit a, the kid hit a home run last night. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I've been hating on that move, but may, who knows? Maybe it'll work out. Um, just weird to me that, and again, 
I say again, and I've said these things, but I don't know, remember which show or pod I was on, but uh, Dodgers Collective Brain Trust, a lot smarter than me, I'll admit. Uh, but I just don't really see it, and he's been well below replacement level past four years, so we'll see. Uh, Charlie Morton, your number's not great so far at Boston, at the Mets. Second one's pretty nice. First one scares you a little bit, and that is assuming they skip somebody and go with Morton because they have uh, two off days, the Braves. So it's very tentative two-step. But uh, tentative, I'm going to probably give Charlie Morton a four just because I feel like better days are ahead, and I like that second matchup a lot. No, I agree. And you mentioned the uh, the rough start. I did the, the Z Files this week is, has come out. And he was one of the people I discussed. And I'm not concerned about Morton coming back. I think he'll come back. I don't want to acquire him at full freight in a trade because of the injury. But um, I know we usually go well, we go zero to five. And the, the idea being five means I start him in five leagues. And then we say, well, I'm not going to give him a, an elite mark. I'm going to take the liberty of we can keep the same thing. I'm going to – I go zero to 150. I'm going to give my top 20 pitchers. If he's in the top 20, he's going to get a five. If he's 21 to 40, he's going to get a four. You mm. can do whatever you want because you're the boss. And I'm going to kind of do that. If it's out of out of the top 100, uh, he gets to zero. So, you know, someone from 81 to 100 is going to get a one. So I'm going to kind of change things up uh, just so I don't have to say. He's not elite, but um, – so Morton comes out of 22, so that comes out as a four. Oh, I kind of like that general rule. And definitely be sure to check out Todd's weekly pitcher rankings every week at rotowire.com and you can follow along with us at our grid although it is subject to change so you may be <laughs> looking at a different grid by the time oh, this, this week uh, this week's oh, been yeah. nuts as far as changes go it's just insane man all the injuries all the yeah. changes the the news crew here at rotowire has done a fantastic job keeping up i know they're they're trying their damnedest and their hardest and uh just a lot and, yep and to stay on top of everything um so, rotowire.com, by the way, slash try is the new link if you want to check us out for 10 days free on us. John Means, Dean Kramer at Minnesota at the White Sox. I think Means has probably gotten into that five range. Uh, Kramer, though, I can't start him. I can't feel good about trotting him out, even against the lowly Twins team. They'll, that seems like a good get-right spot for that Minnesota club. Yeah, uh, means a five and Kramer the other end of the spectrum a zero. We're only in the B, so we will we will have a dispute at some point, but not yet. Yeah, let me uh, uh, note these grades because we will be recapping them at the end of the show, and I will include them in the show notes of the pod as well. Uh, your Red Sox, Todd, no two start starters. It looks like because. Uh, well, we kind of project the Braves to skip an arm and go Morton twice. We're not doing that with uh, Boston. So, and that's because really most of their starters are pitching pretty well. Um, you know who's not? Nathan Eovaldi's not. And Ed Rodrigo is. Ed Rodrigo, yeah. their, their best two yeah, are struggling. Funny. It's almost as if Dave Bush has put more effort into the lower end of the staff. I think they'll be fine. But it's just ironic at this point that the, the two guys that, I don't know if it's ironic, but it's just weird that the two guys they expected to carry the staff, if they if there was such a thing, are the ones struggling a little bit. So anyway, yeah, no, I mean neither have an ERA over five, but yeah, it's 
<laughs> is uh, that the measuring stick? I know you're. I'm, I'm not laughing at you. I'm no, laughing. Yeah. That's that's you know. That's the. That's, I guess that, that's where we're at. I mean, so when Richards, yeah. Richards, Pavetta, and Perez are all sub three, uh, <laughs> eight looks like. Yeah, all sub four. Uh, now I thought I was. I thought Jake Arrieta was done like two years ago. I guess I was wrong on that. I uh, got to give him a little bit more credit than I was willing to give him at 35, but still find him hard to trust. The whip is not that bad, but he has been a real whip killer in recent years. I mean, one five one last season, one four seven the year before. It's only one three now, but just working around all that traffic scares the bejesus out of me. So even at Pitt versus Cincinnati, I can't give him better than a three, Jake Arrieta. Um, I've got him at a two, yeah. but it may be, a, I may be, if I relook at the number of innings that I haven't projected for, maybe it'll work out, but in that, that two, seems like a more, that two to three range. Level yeah. Headed, yeah. <laughs> I like the two. Well, I'm, I'm looking to stick a three because that's my first instinct. I still think Cincinnati's lineup's dangerous. I mean, Pittsburgh is just not. So. Um, maybe, you know, th- th- in that regard, if you say it's a four for Pittsburgh and a two for Cincy, then it's a three. I mean, depends how you want to look at it. Well, I got you down for a two there, Todd. Right. Uh, now, Wade Miley, he's not going to be my pick for the no-hitter of the week here. <laughs> at Washington, at the Cubs, and he's just so vers- uh, volatile is the word I'm looking for. Just so much contact that it leaves a lot up to variance and – the defense, which we know is horrible behind him there with the Reds. And, uh, you know, if I got Arietta as a three, I'm going to go Wade Miley at two because I think he's a step below. Well, if I'm doing the step below, I go one. I'm going with a one. Yeah. Yeah. To uh, the uh, away, both dangerous offenses. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, congratulations. No hitters are fun to watch. But, man, no, that's a one for me. Now, Sam Hent. Hentges, I heard Jeff pronounce it a different way. <laughs> it's still giving me trouble. Hentges and Savali for Cleveland. Now, I love Savali, and maybe he – I think actually I'm going to put my no-hitter of the week pick on Savali here at Detroit. Then versus <laughs> Pirano gets a little tougher, but Savali I think actually is probably a five. And yep. Hentges I'll give a – Ugh, he's been pretty terrible, so I think I'm gonna have to give him a zero. Yeah, he gets a zero. I've heard the announcer says Henches. You know, I, I watch. I talk about watching so many games um, with the sound off. I'm trying to listen on the radio to get a better because now I, one of the things I made light of this week on the Twitter was I'm not very good at getting names right. I, it's easy to spell them right. It's sometimes hard to say them. So I'm trying to make a better effort to actually hear more games and hear some of these players' names. I do that too, just out of respect to them, just trying to get yes. it right when we talk, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm the best. That's all, you know, the whole respect as far as spelling goes. That's what I've been saying for years. But uh, I think it's just now that I'm on, you know, doing the pod and radio, et cetera, um, I think it's just as respectful to pronounce it correctly. Although, you know what? I'm not even sure all the announcers pronounce it correctly, but I think the majority of them do. Yeah, now Austin Gomber. Those of us who've been down this path will not get caught dead walking it again. Um, and for those considering walking that path, I'd, I'm going to have to give you a staunch warning here. <laughs> I don't know if I use that right. 
it's a weird, you know, I'm post-vax, getting back into things. I'm off my game a little bit. But I still know that Austin Gomber is a zero. Um, I guess I, I guess I need to heed your warning. I like those lines. I mean, at New York, at know, Pittsburgh. Todd, Todd, we've. Uh, well, I mean, he had the year, the week that he. Got yeah, the second up. one wasn't that. The second bad. one was fine. That's true. I'm gonna, I'm going too, and he's okay. probably available. You're I'm not, bolder than I am. You're. you're I am bolder. Like bold. I am bolder. Yeah, if I'm not, I'm nothing if not bold. Right, I'm the biggest. <laughs> What's in the world? <laughs> no. Uh, well, anyway. But I like that. I mean, because I think very few people would stick their neck out at all for Gomber. Like uh, I gave him a zero. So. Right. I'm going to go two, and I, I I'm not going to give him the no hitter of the week. But yeah. I, I'll bet I have him. If I didn't drop him when I picked him up before, I, I kind of like these. I need to double check. And against against lefties, even at this point of the year. It's such a small sample that it's not too reliable, but I, I'm kind of liking these. New York, you know, everybody hurt, and Pittsburgh's just terrible. Two mm. of the best pitching parks in the league. Heck, he's going to be a four if we don't move on. Yeah, those are two of the best <laughs> parks in the league. What about Freeland coming back off the IL? He started for AAA Albuquerque yesterday, it looks like, and went six innings but threw 79 pitches. So he was efficient. Uh, if I can, if I'm not even giving Gomber anything, I guess, yeah, I'm probably giving Freeland a zero, but I could see a one. Um, I wanted to look, you just answer my question. I wanted to look up the number of pitches because I need, you know, do I protect him for four innings or you protect him for five? You know, I mean, that matters because he put these in play for the win. Yeah, he so, went from 66 in his previous outing to yeah. 79. Yes, yeah, I was hoping he would. We actually thought he might make this outing in the majors. And he obviously did it down in the farm. I'm going to go with a one. I don't think Kyle Freeland's all that good. But people think, you know, oh, well, he he grew up in Colorado, therefore he can pitch in Colorado. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But again, these matchups, if he's able to go five innings against these teams, I'm going to I'm going to give him a one. Lance Lynn has been great on the surface, and Giolito not so much, but he had a really good outing. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about. You know, maybe the the seams on the new ball affecting guys with changeups. I think I heard maybe he was throwing his slider a little bit more in this outing. Um, Giolito, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I still got him as a five, and Lynn's a five. So yeah, both fives. Yeah, the, th the thing I liked about the Giolito outing was he didn't look so good early, right? Mm -hmm. He gave up some runs early, maybe even a home run, but. You know, you know, go away. Don't look at the box score. Check back seven innings later, and there's double-digit strikeouts, and everything was fine. Funny how that works. That was a day game. I didn't. I actually watched it. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm still good on Giolito. Spencer Turnbull after his no-hitter. Uh, tree falling in the woods type of no-hitter. But good for him anyways. Well, he's, he's been really should, should Johnny Vandermeer be nervous? He's got the Indians. Wait, did Vandermeer throw two in a row? Yeah, he's the guy. Man, come on, Clay. I, yeah, I don't. I know. My history is kind of shaky, to be honest. Yeah, no, he, he's ninety. Anyway. Only one that's thrown two consecutive <laughs> no hitters, Johnny Vandermeer. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I I'm not. This is not a victory lap. Trust me. But I used Turnbull in DFS the night of his no hitter, and this is how poor of a DFS player I've become. 
I barely min cast using a guy that threw a new hitter. <laughs> and I didn't even I didn't even double up. It was in the I mean I and it was a it was a you know I don't remember if it was Toutwoods night or not. Had to be because I'm only playing on Tuesdays now. But yeah, it took a it took a no hitter for me to min cash in a GPP, and I didn't even hit the double up with using Turnbull, fifty points, whatever. That's uh, and I used to be good at this anyway. You know, I gotta say, I don't know if I was ever good at DFS, but you know, it's just a different. I, it's just a tough game, and it's a volume game, and I, just, I used to be passable. I yeah. It's just anyway. so hard to boil Major League Baseball down to one day, but uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give Turnbull a four. Let's say yep. you on Turnbull four. Okay. Yeah, scared of the Yankees, but yeah, um, pretty beat up they, right now. Yeah, if they acquired Delano to Shields, and we have to reconsider. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we're gonna go gonna go for a couple of home games. Yeah, we're gonna go for Tariq Skubal's not been very good, but. Versus Cleveland versus the Yankees does kind of scare you, but he did get his first win finally. And he too gutted that one out, right? I mean, he he didn't do so well early. Yeah, but hung in there. Struck out nine, and so with that first win, he is now one and six. Yeah, that team's really bad. But I actually, I'll probably give Scooble. I'm gonna give him a two. If I got Wade Miley, I kind of got him in the Wade Miley ish range. The problem I see with Scooble is he could just as easily go four innings as he can go, you know, six. I'm probably going to go one, but okay. Yeah, I just and think I, there's I, something a little better there than he's shown. I still, exactly, I still like it. Like him, I'm not going to say he's a staff ace, but I still do like him long term. No, Houston's got two off days next week, so no two starters, uh, two start starters projected for them. Your guy Brad Keller, Todd, is this a is this a week to start him or maybe pick him up at Tampa Bay, at Minnesota? Pretty nice. Uh, kind of like Scooble, I feel like there's, you know, I feel like he's better than he's shown, and uh, Keller has shown a better level at the big league uh, level before. But um, you know, three earned runs, two, three, two. He hasn't been that bad lately. A couple, you know, a couple of bad outings well, really skewing things. He doesn't have that seven inning, nine strikeout to sort of balance the bad ones. He's just okay the rest of the time. I've got him listed in zero range. I don't know if I'll adjust the innings to get him up into the uh the the one range. It's one I don't think I'll pick him up if he's available, but I have him on some DCs. I will have to do a deeper dive to decide if I want to use him on draft champions leagues. So you got a zero. I'm gonna go with a one. I have a feeling that I, I was was shy on the innings. And if I bring him up if I bring him up to five and a third or something, even it, it sounds so silly. But even the difference between five and five and a third is significant enough to raise someone up 10, 15 places in the rankings. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So I got a two on Brad Keller, but Todd's got a one. Real quick before we move on, a word from our friends at Vivid Seats. The world is coming back and the NFL season is upon us. I don't know about you, Todd, but I'm pumped for the recent released regular season schedule. Uh, if you're like me and you're looking to see the action live, then head over to Vivid Seats, the ultimate go-to source for live events. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and comedy shows, Vivid Seats makes it easy for you to discover your favorite event, find your seat, gain entry, and make new memories. Just download the app, choose your city, and get access to the largest selection of tickets on the games and performances you love, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, and more. 
For a limited time, Vivid Seats is giving our listeners 10% off your ticket up to $30 max. Just use the promo code ROTOWIRE when you check out. Every purchase is backed by its 100% guarantee, and you'll even earn cash back with the Vivid Seats Rewards Program. Vivid Seats, getting you into the game. Todd, back to the two start starters for the week of May 24th, 2021. Uh, nobody for the Angels because they got a six man and uh, only six games next week. But for the Dodgers, they got uh, seven games since they're playing a doubleheader next Saturday. And Clayton Kershaw at Houston versus San Francisco. Got to have him a five. I'm lo- the look on my face was that maybe I missed a doubleheader. Did they? I don't, I don't, I don't have them for a doubleheader. Oh nope! I just saw that uh, the primary pitcher, and I confused it. Ah, oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's on. It's me. all good. Yeah, we we should take, you know should take care. Thanks of for stuff pointing that out. I well, just, no, I mean, I, I, sometimes I, when I see the primary, I just blank out. Yeah, I have been, I have been wrong plenty of times. Though, anyway, so the point. You, so we're talking, mind. we're talking Kershaw. Was that was that one of them? Yep, Kershaw's a five for me. Same for you, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Also, he's the only one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was just rambling on. Got it. Uh, Trevor Rogers, Sandy Alcantara. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb and give these guys both fives. That's not really going out on much of a limb. Maybe a little bit more so for Alcantara, but he just had a great six shutout innings, two hits, nine Ks at Philly. So give me fives for both of these guys. On the four range, the at Boston. I mean, they're in the they're in the high twenties. I'm sorry, the low twenties, which means, uh, I mean, they're in cusp of one. But I think the at Boston is keeping them from the top twenty. Yeah, that's probably more reasonable. Love those guys. And bold and reasonable. I'm now bold and reasonable. I uh, well, <laughs> I am just unreasonable with these guys. <laughs> I reckon. No, no, that makes sense. I mean, they're so close. I mean, yeah. Alcantara is just—he's been a little iffy, but and, and Boston um, maybe shown, Boston. I mean, they, they don't crutch it every game. They just went through a spell where they couldn't hit the blind side of a barn. So good pitching. How are they doing against you know. lefties this year? Generally, do you know? Oh, who cares? It's it's. I'm it's not early. A, no, I honestly usually they don't do very well, and it's like why? Because they got Bogarts and they got Martinez. I think they're doing fine against lefties. Um, but so that would, that would be Rogers. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I can see a five. I mean, I'm starting them, you know, I'm just rating them on, on relative to the rest is a four. I'm starting them everywhere. I have them for sure. Well, I, you're sticking to your new system and I, I like I'm sticking it, to uh, it. I'm, I'm, bold, out, um, I'm, I'm bold and I'm uh, reasonable and I'm stick to it. Is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, for Milwaukee, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, both fives versus San Diego at Washington. Yeah, no, ar- no argument there. No argument there. For the Twins, no two-start starters, but I was glad to see Randy Dobnak on his way back. Going to be uh, starting tonight's game. Yep. So uh, they're giving Kenta Maeda an extra day, and I think Michael Pineda's on the IL. Yep. Uh, let me look at what is keeping Pineda out of a thigh issue. A, pr- a procedure to remove an abscess in the inner part of his thigh. I have uh, Michael Pineda in a few leagues. So I don't have Randy Dobnak anymore. Probably not going to be looking to pick him up, but he was off, I think, to a pretty good start in the minors, and it's versus Baltimore. So maybe I'll 
Maybe I'll get back in on the Dobnak train. Well, uh, probably to my own detriment. If you don't get gob, uh, Gomber, you know, take yeah, oh, wait, oh, that's, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm getting the I'm getting the Gomber. Anyway, we'll get Gombered and I'll get Dob smacked. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, how about that? Uh, for the Mets, David Peterson, Jacob Degrom, probably getting two in his return versus Colorado versus Atlanta. Uh, Peterson, I'm probably going to just give a one. Degrom a five. Wow, uh, I like Peterson. This week, Colorado get left. Colorado's just can't hit lefties, and it's at home. I'm 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 going. Atlanta's scary, but they don't hit lefties well either. I'm gonna go two. I'm I'm going. I'm sticking with the system. I'm going two on Peterson, and if if I get trolled, they get trolled. I'm going two on Peterson. All right, I got down for two. He he leapfrogs Gomber as my if he's available, and he could be available in twelves, right? Maybe even Mm fifteens. Uh, he's he's my guy. I'm not. I hate doing this because uh, now Twitter's gonna say Zola says Peterson's as good as John Means. Reminds me of Means a little bit. I all right. They're both lefties. I, I just at this. I think Peterson, where Means was a couple years ago, where I want to know if the skills are going to get better. I don't know if their pitch mixes are similar. I don't want to take it that far. But I'm at the point where I can see where Peterson could get better. And you know, a couple years ago, that's what we were saying about Means. Now the clue bot, it may be regression night for him at home against Toronto, but then at Detroit's pretty darn nice. So uh, I, I need to take the L on clue bot because I just didn't see it, him coming back at this level. We'll see if he's anywhere close to this level at the end, but uh, even through, you know, nearly two months, he's just been a lot better than I realized. And I thought he was capable of being at this stage of his career, but I'll, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a four. It's because I'm a little tentative about that first start. Give him a five. I mean, he's 17. So, you know, third of an inning between Alcantara and Kluber, and they flip-flop, and the numbers flip-flop. I was laughing when you were saying that for those of us on the video because I'm searching these pitches to look him up, and I, I search Klubot. So, <laughs> and I don't have him down as Klubot. I don't – I mean, to, is it right – I mean, if, it, if the industry is an L – I mean, I don't know if we had, you know, taken out. With me, the thing with Kluber was, in the, early on, I was like, he could do it. He could figure it out with 90 miles an hour. He could do it. Then I got discouraged. So I wish I, you know, I wish I stick to itness with Kluber, and I'd say that I, you know, I'm not, I'm not surprised he threw a no hitter. But I was down early in the year. I was like, I don't know, maybe he can't do it. But I'm going to give him a five on this one. All right, I got you down for five now. Oakland, Frankie Montas, Cole Irvin. It was, uh, I believe, Cole Irvin regression night at the ballpark on uh, Thursday. Yeah, yesterday. Eight hits, five runs. It wasn't that bad, but, yeah, I just, I've been hesitant to buy in. I guess that was a little, you know, recency bias and confirmation bias. But um, even versus Seattle, I, I don't know. I feel like there's more regression coming for Irvin. Uh, Montes, though, yeah, I'll probably give him like a three. I think he's probably above like Miley, above Scooble, but right on par with like Arietta. So, yeah, I'll give Montes a three and Cole Irvin probably a two. All right, I'm giving Montes a three. I'm going to give Irvin a ten out of four. The re- the reason why wow. I'm a little more well, he's been striking batters out, mm-hmm. and I think in the, in our head he doesn't strike anybody out. He was striking a batter and inning out. I want to double check 
if where we are with that is a swing strike too high you know is is there is this you talk about regression is there strike up regression coming because if there's not strike up regression coming i like those home starts against seattle and la those are two good lineups especially with mike trite out mike, mike trite uh mike trout out i know he's out but he's still not trite um i'd like those lineups and it's it's more of a matchup thing than a quality of pitcher thing, but I'm going to give him a tentative four, and it might drop to a three. Looking a little bit under the hood on Irvin, just on his Fangraphs page, nine point five percent swing strike rate, not terrible. That's low. That's low for his strikeout rate, though, right? Look at the percentage. Yeah, I mean his his strikeout rate's pretty low. Um, first well, pitch no, strike it, is really pretty strong. Though. Well, we, first pitch, as we talk about, first pitch strike is more to do with walks than yeah. it does with strikeouts. True. Um, but yeah, I thought his, I mean, he was striking out a batter in inning. So his, has the, what is his strikeout percent? I'm, I can look it up myself. But. I mean, he's only at like uh, 6.8 per nine. And so that's only at 18.3 K percentage for. Players. All right. So I probably have missed the regression. It's already occurred because at one point he was a batter in inning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's okay. tumbled a little bit. Right. All right. So I'm going to guess that. I'm going to drop him to a three once I uh, have after having done the the work. All right. Yeah. So look, I mean, his last three games, it's a combined six strikeouts mm-hmm. and previous, and that's in 17 and two thirds. Previous to that was nine, eight, six, six. I mean, he was, he was well over a batter inning. So something's going on in the last three games to, to drop his overall, whether it's just competition or, or whatever it might be. He's not missing bats currently, so um, that 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 is a concern. But I, I'm still going to just drop him to a three. Oh yeah, I, I had you four, but drop to a three. I'll mark that. Again, we will just recap these at the end of the show. Uh, Zach Eflin at Miami at Tampa Bay. I think he's probably a four, even though it seemed like you know, a lot of people were expecting a pretty big leap forward. Maybe that won't happen, but. Eflin's been fine and pretty good matchups. I'll give him a four. I mean, four is pretty pretty big lead. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, um, he's not a I'm, consistent like guy who's moving the needle for you right now, though. Like I at have, the start, you're not like pumping your yeah. fist. I have him in the five range. Now, uh, I think it's a matchup thing. A couple of good parks, even though it's on the road, it's still an overall improvement over Citizens Bank. And a couple of beatable lineups, so I, I've got him in the five range, but I may have the innings over projected. But even so, I'm, I'm I'll stick with five for now. Trevor Cahill, I know, was a little banged up, but tentatively penciled in for two. He's got calf discomfort, left calf discomfort, uh, forced him from his last start. He's a zero anyway. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't have whiplash. Whiplash from turning around and watching all the balls leave the park. Yeah, that may be the real issue behind this. Um, <laughs> Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, both fives, right? I mean, you can't block uh, Snell out of a four yet. I don't think. I think that Snell might be a four. I uh, I just was looking at something else in the uh, in the interim. Let me let me uh, search Snell here. Uh, live radio, folks. I actually have Snell in the three range, um, basically. I think it's innings. I think I don't yeah. know that you can, I don't think he went six for the first time since like 2019 recently. That he did, but I don't know that you can count on it. And yeah. at Milwaukee, at Houston, uh, Houston, if you haven't looked lately, is good again. 
They really are. I mean, it was against Colorado that he went six and struck out 11. Right. And again, lefties against Colorado, one of the best bets there is in all of professional and minor league sports. All right. Yeah. The thing, the thing with, I mean, talking about Houston a little bit, um, I'm hearing people saying Kyle Tuck is hot. Time to move up, move him up in the order. Who are you going to move down? They're all hitting 300. I know batting average is not the be-all, end-all, but just as an example. They're all hitting 300. Maybe move them up ahead of Correa and put them sixth. But the top five of that order is currently crushing it. And that I believe that's an industry term. I can't say it like Marisa Tame. Sorry. So you got Snell as a three. Okay, I got him as a five. but Because I just think he's better well, than well, what he well, showed earlier. Well, well, you're wrong. I get it. What's that? You're wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean I maybe. Uh, All right. So the other Musgrove's one was the other one was Musgrove. Joe Musgrove. I have to imagine. I have to imagine that he's uh, up there. Yeah, number he's ten. So he's a Matchups. Uh, yeah. Justin Dunn for Seattle at Oakland versus Texas. He hasn't been that bad. Um, Oakland's pretty good, but they don't really scare you on the road. And then versus Texas, pretty nice. I kind of like Justin Dunn as an ad, but I still think I'll probably go. Probably still put him in the Miley bucket. So two for me. I'm going three. I don't like him as very much as a pitcher, but I. Nah, you're right. I mean, I, I can't make that judgment. He's just mad. I'll, I'll go three. I think he's still. It's a work in progress, so I don't think it can go either way. So I'm going to go three. It's been a tough start for Logan Gilbert. You holding Logan Gilbert? In leagues, if you got him, not a two-start option next week. Well, at, at Oakland, I mean, this is the, a, a dumb answer. Yes, in keeper leagues, I don't know about uh, redraft at this point. You know, I think you probably just paid so much you're kind of pot committed to see, seeing it out, seeing it I, through for a while yet. But. I guess, I guess so. What's he got this week? I know at it's a start. At Oakland, yeah, I kind of like that matchup, but I'm the league I haven't been. I'm pretty scared to start them. That's a tough start. I, I if I can afford to sit on them, I mean, I'm not going to sit on anybody because I'll hurt them. But uh, I, I guess I'd like to. I, yeah, I think you need to keep waiting. But um, I'm not as I thought they had a. You know when a batter's got. You know, we talked. I talked earlier. I'm not so sure. I like what that that Jared Walsh is walking all the time in the minors. I want to see these kids swing against lesser competition. Um, you know, but yet if a guy has a walk rate, we think he has a good chance of succeeding when he first gets called up. He's such good control and command for Gilbert. I thought he had a better chance of succeeding when he first came up, but maybe he's just around the plate too much. I'm I'm yeah, I'm, looks, I'm, I'm, I'm holding didn't see his follow-up, but I saw a little bit yeah. of his debut and he was around the plate, everything was a little yeah. straight, flat. I'm holding, but I don't know that I'm starting against Oakland. Now, now to add insult to injury with the four-game sweep at the hands of the Giants, you know, Todd, they were trotting out like all former Reds pretty much. Alex Wood, <laughs> Johnny Cueto, Anthony DiSclefani, and Kevin Gossman, even a former Red. And Gossman was the most wow. impressive, impressive of all of them. The guy is just excellent with that splitter. He just is fantastic. He only allowed one hit over six innings against the Reds. He's has not allowed more than a run in any of his last six starts, Todd. So over his last six starts, he's pitched 40 innings for a 090 ERA, 080 whip, 49 to 9K to walk. So can't really get much better for him 
in his recent run over the last you know month and a half, or I guess month over his last six starts. But at the same time, I, I don't expect the regression blow to be coming anytime soon and for it to be that bad. Maybe that at the Dodgers a little bit comes at the end of next week. But I think Goff- Gossman's earned the five tier. So I'm yeah, I, I will, I'm going five without hesitation. Yeah. Very nice. Now, Kwang Hyun Kim at the White Sox at Arizona. Derek Cardi will uh, – I mean, he won't actually care, but he would probably cringe <laughs> if, if he heard me say lefty mashers. But that White Sox team against lefties does scare me, and at Arizona not as much, but I still think I'm going to give Kim only a three. I've got him in the two range, and a lot of it has to do with – the White Sox aren't – I mean, they're 25 Woba points above the next team against yeah. lefties. And I mentioned earlier that splits against lefties are sketchy, but we're talking the whole team. We're not talking a player. Mm-hmm. So, um, I yeah, in a, and I'm not convinced Kim can go more than five five and a third. So, yeah. yeah he's gonna, been I'm, pretty good so far. But his strikeouts are up. Or, yeah. or well, you know, well – relative to what we thought basically because we didn't know coming from overseas and last year they weren't all that impressive so we're still the jury was still out but anyway yeah i'm gonna go i'm going to all right so kwang hyun kim i got a three todd two ryan yarborough at toronto versus philly excuse me uh ryan yarborough a little shaky i know our friend jason collette was saying like please and once again, he did the Bernie Sanders meme where I'm once again asking you to not uh, put Ryan Yarbrough in a starting role. Just have him as that primary guy. He does seem to thrive in that role. Uh, at Toronto, or I guess it's, yeah, it is at Toronto. So at Dunedin, that, that scares me. And I'm probably going to give Ryan Yarbrough a two, honestly. All right, so we're still, okay, we're still in Dunedin. We're not quite at the end of the month yet. So yeah, that's yeah, that'll still, be five twenty four. Yeah, so. right. So we're still in Dunedin. What did you say? I'm go- I'm going three. I forget what you said. Or, I said a two, but you got a three. It's it's a very sketchy three. It, it uh, I reserved the right to drop him to a two in the actual rankings. <laughs> you know, a guy who I guess that's a wraparound series because they're playing Monday and they're they're playing Toronto this weekend. I'm a little nervous to see how McClanahan does. At Toronto, at Dunedin. I, uh, I was thinking about benching him in labor, but then at the last second I dropped Ryan Stanek and, and put him back in my lineup. Yeah. So that's our... just a guy who I think is – you never know when he could just have like a 11K gem. So. Yeah, having watched – seen the, you know, that park in action, when the, the wind blows out to right, and when that wind blows out to right, yeah, I mean, you're scared every pitch. I yeah, mean – it's in Dunedin, so we'll see. Anyway, no two-start starters for Texas tentatively, but Toronto, Ross Stripling, Stephen Matz. I'm going to say Alec Manoa makes one of these combined four starts <laughs> or maybe subs for Anthony Kay, but I'm going to say Ross Stripling, zero, and that he gets replaced. I'm going to say he actually gets replaced over uh, Anthony Kay for now, but it's close. Yeah, and they're zeros. Yeah. Well, they they may be decent human beings, but as far as our scale goes, they're zeros. Yeah, and add in. Add, uh... Actually, let me check on Max. Um, I shouldn't I shouldn't be so quick with Max, although I at pretty... the Yankees. I mean, yeah, 
Um, I am a 99, which is in the border of 1 and 0. Uh, I'm going to go with the 1 just because Cleveland isn't a great matchup. Hey, if he just sneaks inside the top 100, he yeah, the 1. Yeah. Uh, Scherzer's a 5. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a uh, – God, the Reds just <laughs> – it's not going to get any easier. And they got Scherzer next week. At least they get Joe Ross to uh, – all that it looks like Strasburg will be back next week or no he's starting tonight tonight yeah and then he's yeah. back yeah I didn't I must have missed that so he had a, a rehab outing and man we'll see what Strasburg can do the rest of the way but I, f- I have a feeling that team's going to be tearing tearing it down at the uh, deadline so we will recap our two start starter grades again these are tentative but definitely check out the rotowire two start grid projected starters grid for uh more current version before your free agent bidding this weekend. Riley Smith, zero. Charlie Morton, four. John Means, five. Daniel Kramer, uh, Dean Kramer. I wrote Daniel Kramer here for some reason, but Dean Kramer, zero. Nick Arietta, three. Todd's got a two on Arietta. Wade Miley, I say two. Todd, one. Sam Henges, zero. Aaron Savali, five. Austin Gomber, I say zero. Todd, two. I refuse to get Gombert again, but Todd, <laughs> Todd will. Uh, Glutton for punishment. Glutton for punishment for for Austin Gomber. Kyle Freeland, zero. Lance Lynn, five. Lucas Gilito, five. Spencer Turnbull, four. Tariq Scoobel, I say two. Todd, one. Brad Keller, I say two. Todd, one. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, five. Trevor Rogers, I say five. Todd, four. Sandy Alcantara, I say five. Todd, four. Brandon Woodruff, five. Corbin Burns, five. David Peterson, I say one. Todd, two. Jacob deGrom, five. Corey Kluber, I say four. Todd, five. Frankie Montas, three. Cole Irvin, I say two. Todd, three. Zach Eflin, I say four. Todd, five. Trevor Cahill, zero. Blake Snell, I got a five, but Todd says only three on Blake Snell. Joe Musgrove, five. Justin Dunn, I say two. Todd, three. Kevin Gossman, five. Kwang Hyun Kim, I say three. Todd, two. Ryan Yarborough, two. Todd, three. Ross Stripling, zero. Steven Matz, I say zero. Todd, one. And then Max Scherzer, five. Todd, anything else on your mind today, man? Yeah, real, real quick before we wrap it up completely, we're talking about no-hitter next week, whatever. Aaron oh, Savali. Well, first, let's just check this out first. Aaron Savali, Shane Bieber, Garrett Cole, Jameson Tyone, and Corey Kluber. Those are five of the seven pitches the Tigers have to face next week. Oof. Man. They you know, then they, they get Hentkes and McKenzie. But, yeah, man, five, you know, well, I mean, is Tyone a good? I mean, he's good, but anyway, that's just yeah. It's it is not going to be good for Tigers hitters next week. Um, all right, who am I going to choose though? You know, choosing Garrett Cole is cheating, right? You can't, you can't, you can't choose Garrett Cole. But no, that's not I don't. Know. That's a that's a layup. I mean, he's, got, he's got Detroit. I mean, yeah, that seems yeah. like a good one. Plus, we're not going to you know hold you to it. Todd. Yeah, all right, you know what? The I'm going to go. I'm going to go Barrios against Baltimore. Anyway, Ooh, that's a light. It's, it's, I like that long shot. I'm glad that you didn't take the easy route. Ah, I'm just you so know, we got Savali and uh, just kind of curry favor with the site president there. Um, <laughs> Barrios. Yeah, right. uh, real quick, uh, the Z Files this week's on six pitchers that are starting out. 
uh, poorly and get better. But again, I kind of, I don't use the word cheated, but uh, because I can, because I write the tout table, uh, it's the same question we propose to the tout. So the uh, check check out the tout table this week. What uh, what six pitchers uh, of the of the six are you most wanting to acquire, and which of the six do you most want to avoid? Uh, what was it that was Castillo, Louis Castillo, Kenta Maeda, Charlie Morton, um, and the rest will be a surprise. How about that? Yeah, definitely check out the Z files, check out Tout Table, check out the Towers Fab update, which I always find useful to double check things, make sure I'm not missing anybody. It's out a couple hours before uh, NFBC Fab. Thank you, Todd. I look forward to talking to you on our XM show here in a couple hours and then tomorrow on MLB Network Radio. And we'll look forward to talking to you all next week on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast, sponsored by WinBet. Try Rotowire today, free for 10 days. Get our premium tools, rankings, analysis, and breaking news alerts. No credit card required. Go to rotowire.com forward slash try. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.